Hello, this is Grace Cole, and this is my module 11. So something that I found significant during this model was the concept of destructive leadership. I found this important to the module and also the entirety of the class because you can be good at leading people, but that doesn't mean you're a good and genuine person or leader. And some of the qualities of being a destructive leader um, was being selfish and only focusing on your personal goals and what could benefit you as a leader. Another quality of destructive leadership was abusing power and using it excessively. Um, Leaders who are toxic and don't really care for the greater good, but more about themselves and the power they attain to use this leadership style can lead to many followers or bystanders getting offended or hurt in the process. On the other side of that, another concept I found that was just as significant was ethical leadership, and it's basically the opposite of destructive leadership leadership and instead is a leader who is looking out for the greater good in a crowd and who they are leading instead of trying to control them. They're looking less at themselves but still standing up for what they think is right and then sticking to what they think would be the most good and helpful thing to do. They lead with good example and they work to do what they think is morally right. So I reflected on my own sense of ethics and got me thinking a lot about why I value certain things and I think my main sense of right and wrong comes from feeling either guilty or sad about something or feeling proud or fulfilled after an action that I've already done or just considering the action before it actually happens. So when I want an item and I know that I could probably get away with stealing it, I still am not going to steal this item because I know that I would feel ashamed or if ashamed of that item, if I knew I didn't pay the full price for it, I would know it's wrong. And I think a lot of different influences have affected my ethics and um, what I decide to view as right or wrong. I think one of those influences are my parents. I think they've played a big role in that because they reflected their ethics on me, whether that be directly them telling me something's wrong, like lying, or just through observing. Um, An example of that would be watching my dad go out of his way for other people and just helping anyone he can. And I definitely think my own life experiences have shaped my journey as as a person and as my ethics. And I think most of the time it's learning through something that I did was unintentionally disrespectful or unintentionally respectful or just spending time with people and realizing like wow, I really don't value the same things as this person does. I really don't want to be like this person. Or the exact opposite where I'm like, wow, this person is has really nice ethics and I look up to them and I want to be like them, whether that be as a person or as a leader. Um, as a leader, I think this has shaped me because I realized through experiences or through other people that what could pen- potentially be harmful, like, an example would be practicing hum- humility, and I am to do the best that I can to grow into the best leader that I can be. So after reading the article by David Brooks, I really enjoyed it because I thought it was very impactful how the author was so influenced by the genuine people around him that he decided to make total lifestyle changes just so he could be more like them. 
I wrote down my resume and eulogy virtues and then compared the lists and I found it super interesting that the eulogy list was so much harder for me to come up with. And I think it's because for a resume list, it's very straightforward and something that has kind of been installed as a professional skill list for a long time now. But a eulogy list is not something that I'm made to do or even think about very often. And I think they both impact my journey as a leader. And as a leader, you definitely need to have those resume qualifications because you need to have certain experiences and accreditation in order to get certain jobs or to be qualified to do something. And the more experiences you have, the higher your chances that a certain opportunity would be. But with a eulogy skill, it's not something that you'll hand out to people, but it's something that others might notice about you and you kind of have a reputation of. But people will think of you by that description. Each of these lists are essential when learning about yourself and what you offer as a leader. So I read the case on Lance Armstrong and Greg LeMond, and I think both of the cyclists used their skills to get a leadership position. And I was impressed with LeMond and how he chose to use his skills to win and promote brands and causes that he supported. I admired his ethical leadership and the fact that he knew he didn't believe in enhancing drugs, even if it meant he would not win the cycle races anymore. He thought it was unethical, so he gave up something he cared about because he didn't want to go against his morals. Lance Armstrong took a destructive approach because by using his power to maintain power. He knew that he had to win races, so he did it unethically by using drugs and blackmailing people who got in his way. He did everything in a self-centered way that had no intentions of winning in an ethical and true way. Lamond used his ethical leadership to stand up for what he believed in, even though he had to face difficult times and make enemies with people who could be very mean to him. But Armstrong did the opposite and tried to become a powerful man, but in an unhonest way, and it ended up hurting him more um, in the long run than if he just decided to lead in an ethical way and not win as often. So an example from a movie that I thought about from media um, is the movie Hairspray, and that uses destructive leadership is this woman named Velma and she's one of the antagonists of the movie along with her daughter. She consistently abuses her power and is hateful to those who stand in the way of her fame. She has power on a popular TV show and uses it to only show her daughter dancing or the cameraman showing the daughter dancing or he would be fired even though there are better dancers who should be featured more in the show. I selected this example because she's great example of someone who uses destructive leadership to get her way. She wants all the power to belong to her and is constantly oppressing those who do not fit the image she wants for her show. Her followers are beating out of field of being dismissed from the show.